the real tamasha on our tv screens over the past couple of days that is yesterday and today has been about this tiny mayoral election in chandigarh chandigarh for all practical purposes or to the extent that it's it can be described as such is my hometown now it's a small town just 12 lakh people just over 12 lakh people with a municipal corporation a municipal corporation where the corporators have very little to do it has a it has a budget of about 1200 crores that's all i mean for for perspective if you look at mumbai the greater mumbai uh, municipal corporation that has a budget of 52609 crores that's a real thing this is 1200 crore and this also is mostly administered or run by the is officer who is the municipal commissioner so you have this councillors who do little things like examining some kude ka dates on dates somewhere some garbage dump somewhere and issues like that go on or getting some park clean so power is not that much but there's been the election of the mayor election of the mayor which supreme court has not set aside they have not set aside the election but they've done something very unusual and probably unprecedented because i do not believe that i remember a case where a court in india has not set aside an election but has only set aside the result of an election and restored what should have been the result so if in effect supreme court has carried out a count so it's a bit like i know uh, i tend to oversimplify things sometimes particularly when i use cricketing examples but i think this is still the most accurate way of explaining this this is like this is like an umpire cheats in a cricket match an umpire cheats in a cricket match maybe maybe hides hides something or maybe knocks knocks a stump over while the batsman is running batter is running from the other side i shouldn't say batsman anymore i should say batter batter is running from the other side the fielder is is collecting the ball and the umpire knocks off this stump with his foot which is caught on the camera and declares the batter out and the other see other team to be the winner something like that happened in the chandigarh mayor's election or what is called as mayoral election now a mayor presides over the municipal corporations and municipal council that means these councillors who are elected in chandigarh the mayor presides over them so this election was fixed like that so the supreme court held and what have they done and why it's unprecedented usually when they saw in india when you see an electoral irregularity mrs gandhi's case indira gandhi's case justice jagmohan lal sinha's famous verdict unseating her in those cases election is set aside so the court says that you used unfair practices this election is set aside which means a fresh election is held in this case the court said a fresh election need not be held and will not be held because if a fresh election is held it will not be full justice so what have the judges done it's a powerful bench it's a bench headed by the chief justice himself dy chandrachur and also including jb pardiwala manoj mishra by the way these three judges were also among the five that delivered the judgment on the anonymous electoral bonds a senior powerful bench this one is so they said that look if you just i am now i am now interpreting their order that if you just use the electoral law which means one an once an election has been declared you cannot then say do this or do that you can order a recount or you can you can order a fresh election they say if we did that it will not be justice and i will read their lines for you 
justifying what they've done. So they have used Article 142. Now, Article 142 is something we've spoken about in the past. That's the article that was used, for example, to do full justice or total justice in the Ayodhya case. That's also the kind of article the judges have used, say, for example, for intervening in the BCCI affairs and cricket affairs. In this case, they've said that to do full justice in the case, because we have examined the ballot papers that the returning officer, presiding officer declared is invalid, we found them valid and they were defaced, if anything, by the presiding officer himself. In which case, we've counted those ballot papers and we are declaring the election result. So we are declaring the Amabni Party Congress candidate, joint candidate, that was Kuldeep Kumar elected. Now, once again, what is unusual in this case? The unusual thing in this case, effectively, this even, even goes beyond the prayer that the aggrieved candidate had made. Aggrieved candidate means the candidate who should have been elected, Kuldeep Kumar, the joint Ahmadbi Party Congress candidate. Even when he went to Punjab and Haryana High Court, he asked for a re-election. But he asked for a re-election knowing that his party and the Congress together had enough votes, had enough seats in the in the municipal council. Meanwhile, what happened was three of the Ahmadmi party councillors defected to the BJP. So there was an Operation Kamal even going on in a tiny municipal council election. Now you might say, why is the BJP getting so, so caught up in a tiny municipal council election? Why are they taking such risks? Why are they doing things which are brazenly wrong, so brazenly wrong that the Supreme Court, I don't, I avoid opinion on cut the clutter and when I use opinion, I tell you, in this case, what happened there has been played in the Supreme Court and the video, the full video recording of what happened in that voting and the conduct of the presiding officer. Presiding officer under the rules has to sign at the bottom of every ballot paper. It's not that many ballot paper, papers. It's only 36 ballot papers. It's just the councillors who vote. 36 ballot papers he, he has to sign. He's looking at the camera, right? But as he's signing on eight ballot papers, he's put some kind of a mark just more or less parallel to where he is signing. Now, I haven't seen these defaced ballot papers. The full Supreme Court order is not out yet. I'm hoping that when it comes out, given the fact that now the Supreme Court does unconventional things, particularly under Justice Chandrachur, I'm hoping and I'm half expecting that probably a sample of one of, one of these defaced ballot papers will be appended to, to the judgment as evidence. So what played out in the Supreme Court was very unusual. This is the kind of scene you see in the movies, courtrooms in the movies. And you say, when you see those scenes in the movies, you say, Baba, real life mein courtrooms aise kaam nahi karte. In, in real life courtrooms don't work like that. What happened in this case, the judges had the video of the voting and the presiding officer's conduct played out, enlarged on screens, on a large screen in the courtroom. So everybody could see it. And there was, there was some bit of tamasha there because at the final point, when the, when the presiding officer Anil Masih declared the BJP candidate Manoj Kumar Sonkar to be the winner, the municipal, the BJP councillors rushed to the podium and hugged him and basically thanking, congratulating him. And obviously this is the spirit of Punjab. You won something. You must celebrate. That is something that made it so evident that the presiding officer was partisan and that he had 
indulged in partisan conduct. Again, not my opinion. I'm using lines and words used in the Supreme Court order. So when that scene came up in the video, obviously there was derision in the courtroom. And also one of the three judges on the bench actually held his head in his hands like that because it was quite evident that there was partisanship. Now, why do the judges say? I will first tell you what logic have the judges employed to give this unconventional order, first to carry out this unconventional exercise, which is getting this video, having this video played and also having the sealed box of ballot papers with invalid, with votes declared invalid by the same presiding officer to have it shipped, to have it first sent from the Municipal Corporation of Chandigarh to the Punjab and Haryana High Court, the jurisdictional court there, and then having the court ship it to Delhi and then unsealing it in front of everybody and taking out this supposedly invalidated and unfairly and illegally invalidated ballot papers. This is almost like biblical era justice or a panchatantra style justice where judges say, all right, you bring your evidence, you bring your evidence, whatever the evidence is, I will see it, dood ka dood, pani ka pani, all of you see what the, what the truth is. And that is how it was done. Now, first of all, let me tell you the numbers. I told you just a bit earlier that Chandigarh Municipal Council has 36 members. Now, last election through a finely cut result. So the last election gave a dead heat between the BJP and Ahmadbi party. Ahmadbi party, as we know, is very popular in Punjab. They rule Punjab with a very wide majority. BJP is not particularly popular in Punjab. Chandigarh is the capital of both Haryana and Punjab, has a mixed population. Ahmadbi party got 14 seats in the council. BJP also got 14 seats in the council. So 14 and 14. So what happened? Where did the rest go? So 14 and 14. Congress party got six. Then Ahmadi party and Congress were adversaries. Akali Dal got, Shurmani Akali Dal got one seat. So that is 14 BJP, 14 Ahmadi party, 28, plus six Congress, 34, one Akali Dal, 35. 35, there are 35 elected municipal councillors. One vote belongs to the local MP. Chandigarh has only one seat in Lok Sabha. The local MP of Chandigarh is ex-officio member of municipal council and has a voting right. That is from the BJP. That is Kiran Kher. So she got to vote also. So 36 votes. And what happened with 36 votes? So if 36 votes were cast as the, as the equation was, as the numbers equation was, on paper, BJP would have won because Ahmadmi party would have got 14, BJP would have got 14 of its own, plus Kiran Kher won. 15 was the largest number. That's how the BJP won the last time. Once again, one of those ridiculous things, I told you that all this fight is over 1200 crores. And as we, as, as we conclude this, I will also tell you my understanding of why the BJP took this so seriously as to, as to do Sam, Dam, Dan, Bed, Everything as if power in a major state was at stake. No such thing was happening, but something else was at stake to which I will come as we go along. Now, I told you it's a 1200 crore per year municipal corporation in which councillors have a very small role or very little power of control. There, the mayor's position is even more peculiar because mayor is not elected for five years. The mayor is elected every year. So even if this 
Vardhi had got elected this time. That was mayorship only for a year. January of next year, there'll be a fresh election. So what was the big deal? I will come to that as we go along. So now what's happened in this case? In this election, before this election, and that's the key thing, before this election, Congress and Ahmadbi Party said that because our India alliance is coming up, we will vote together. So Congress municipal councillors decided to support Ahmadbi Party's candidate. So Ahmadbi Party's candidate got 14 votes of his own and also, also six from the Congress Party. So Ahmadbi Party got 20 votes. BJP, on the other hand, got 14 votes of its own plus one MP's vote, its own MP's vote, that made it 15 and one vote from the Shuramani Akali Dal. Shuramani Akali Dal was earlier staying away, but now as we know, talks are going on between estranged former NDA partners to come together again. This in fact, this election was one more indication that that is, that, that is, that is, that is moving seriously. So Akali Dal voted. So 14 plus one plus one became 16 votes for the BJP. AAP and Congress said 20. So how do you make the BJP win in this case? Or if the batter is still running and fielder has not received the ball yet, how does the umpire declare the batter run out? The umpire kicks the stumps, right? And says, oh, I think the ball hit the stumps. Something like that happened in this case. What happens in this case is that eight of the votes, all of these cast for the AAP candidate, AAP slash Congress candidate. Eight of these votes, while the presiding officer is signing them, which he's supposed to do at the bottom of every ballot paper, it's a small blue ballot paper, you can see the videos. As, as he signs, he also puts some kind of a mark there. He doesn't go up and put a mark in front of the candidates because that will be too evident on camera, right? So he's clever, but too clever by half, right? So he, so he puts a mark and then he says, you know, there are marks on these ballot papers. So I think these are defaced. I'm declaring them invalid. So eight ballot papers Invalid as eight paper, as eight ballot papers become invalid. AAP Congress is reduced to 12 and BJP and its allies, BJP, its MP and Akali Dal ally become 16. That's how he declares BJP the winner. Now, when the court saw it, it was a bit like, once again, it was like a DRS verdict. Again, like a DRS, DRS verdict. You see it on your screen of what's happening and you can figure out. Usually these days you will see the empire made a mistake. In this case, what it shows is that the empire was cheating. And because this cheating was caught, the court now realized that if they allow, if they call for a re-election, which is the normal procedure, since, since this controversy arose in the sense that since the Supreme Court put a stay on the new mayor's election on Feb 5, election took place on January 30. Since they put a stay on the new mayor's election on Feb 5, obviously the BJP figured that they were not going to win if there's a re-election with this composition of the municipal council. So they meanwhile went ahead and took three defectors from the Ahmadbi party. So three Ahmadbi party councillors joined the BJP. Now, municipal council of Chandigarh, although the elections are held on party symbols, the anti-defection law is not applied. So what was then 16 for the BJP would have now become 19 for the BJP. And what was then 20 for Ahmadbi party plus Congress party would have become 17 for, for, for Ahmadbi party and Congress party. That the Supreme Court thought would be denial of full justice. That's the reason they invoked their special powers under 
Article 142 of the Constitution and said, and I'm quoting now from the judgment, they gave a couple of reasons, two clear reasons why they were doing this very unconventional and unusual thing. First, they said there is infirmity only in the counting, in which case we are duty bound, the judges are duty bound given our jurisdiction under Article 142 to do complete justice. And this is necessary to ensure that, and I quote again, process of electoral democracy is not allowed to be thwarted by such subterfuge, all judges' words, not mine. And again, I carry on in the judges' words, or allowing such a state of affairs to take place will be destructive of the most valued principles on which the entire edifice of democracy in our country depends. So they said this situation is exceptional enough for them to use this exceptional power. Now all this is over the election of a one-year mayorship in a tiny city, tiny city by the standards of Indian cities, that with a tiny budget where the municipal council has very little power. The second, the second argument, the, as the judges went on to, for doing this unconventional thing, they said allowing the entire process to be set aside would further compound the destruction of fundamental democratic principles, which has taken place as a consequence of the conduct of the presiding officer, who put a deliberately put a mark to ma make these votes invalid. And he says, he says these votes were defaced. In fact, when the presiding officer was summoned to Supreme Court, that is also something that we all saw on our TV screens. I will share some links with you. You can see that Tamasha, like in Hindi movies or like in any movies in India, I should stop saying Hindi movies because I don't, just because I don't see movies in other languages doesn't mean these things only happen, <laughs> happen in Hindi movies. So he's actually asked questions by the court. He's questioned by the Supreme Court. Why were you signing this? First, he's asked, why were you looking at the camera i said i was looking at the camera because there was so much halla in the uh, in the hall so i was looking at the camera right then he's asked why did you put these marks and he said look i was only putting these marks to mark the fact that these votes were defaced so when the judges opened the box they said look we are opening these ballot papers there is no there is no defacement on the ballot papers the only defacement if anything is the mark that you put here and they also explained that there are only three situations in which a vote can be held invalid. One in which a voter has voted in favor of two candidates. In this case, there were two candidates. Somebody puts a cross mark in front of one, that's valid. But cross mark in front of both, it becomes invalid. Second, if the, because it's secret ballot. Second, if the voter makes their identity known. Now that has happened in the past with some Rajya Sabha elections in India when one MLA who's already sold out or compromised with the other side and wants the candidate candidate of the other side to win deliberately either displays the ballot paper to others saying I'm voting for so and so that because the that because the voter has betrayed their identity that vote becomes invalid that's a second condition the third condition is when the mark on the ballot paper is not clear so so the mark is not in front of a candidate's name but somewhere in the middle all these three conditions are not met so these ballot papers are not invalid under any circumstances these have only been defaced if at all by the presiding officer and he has also lied to the court so he's he was held guilty for two things for now one, for having defaced these ballot papers himself and having subverted the ele electoral process. And second, for having lied or allegedly, if you prefer that I use it, although we all saw what he said in the court, it's on, it's on camera, it's on Supreme Court's own recordings. 
So allegedly lied before the court. That's why the Supreme Court has also issued notice to him under Section 340 CRPC for contempt of court to which he has to reply within three weeks. I will also give you a couple of lines also further from the judge's order. And these are again in courts. Judges say one, as I told you, he's guilty of defacing these ballot papers himself. And second of lying. So the line I quote from the judge's order and I quote that the officer has expressed patent falsehood for which he must be held accountable. And then also the judges say, and I quote again, Evidently, the presiding officer is guilty of serious misdemeanor in his role and capacity as presiding officer. And the judges have also displayed that the ballots are neatly folded. So if they were to be defaced, if there was a mark on this side, maybe there would have been a, there would have been a smudge on the other side. It can't be at the bottom of the paper. So all of this played out in the Supreme Court. Now, having explained all of this to you about what could have been, what would have been a minor cities, a small cities, inconsequential election, mayor's election, one year mayoral election, right? Every year there's an election like that. Why has this become such a big deal? And much as I would have loved to say it's all my wisdom, this wisdom I get from Chitlin Sethi, our Chandigarh correspondent. And she tells me that, look, I asked her, why has, why has somebody made such a big deal of it? Why has the BJP made such a big deal of it? And why have the Ahmadmi party and the Congress gone all guns blazing first to the high court? There are four cases in the High Court of Chandigarh, including one from the Congress party for habeas corpus, saying one of our councillors is missing and we think BJP has kidnapped him, right? So, so there are four cases in the High Court in Chandigarh and now this Supreme Court case. So why, so why such a big fight? What are the stakes in this election and why has the BJP gone to such an extent to quote-unquote fix this election. Actually, I don't even have to say quote-unquote fix this election because the Supreme Court has said this election was fixed. And she reminds me that just before this election, Ahmadi Party and the Congress, but in fact, Ahmadi Party spoke more. They said that this will be the first election that the India Alliance partners will be fighting together. And because it became a kind of test case for the India Alliance, they're fighting an election together. Congress and Ahmadi Party, usually sworn enemies, are voting for each other. The BJP also decided to pay back in kind. They said, if you think it's a, it's a test case for your alliance, we will make sure that you fail in your first endeavor as an alliance. And that's why the stakes became so high in this election. It was no longer about mayoralty in a tiny city, in a tiny municipal corporation for one year. It was, it, it was about something much bigger politically.